Before we jump into this episode, let's hear from our friend Joseph and the Cognitive Discourse. Why, hello there. I'm about to make a prediction. And that prediction is, you like podcasts. If that's true, then make your way over to the Cognitive Discourse, where we have monologues, short stories, and open discussions. And every now and then I get a little ranty. If this sounds like something you're interested in, then go check us out. We're streaming on all major platforms, and hell, we're even on YouTube. New episodes out every Friday. I hope to see you there. Thomas. This is super cool radio. I got a great guest with me at this time. He's an awesome guitarist, teacher, composer, and producer, and very recently released a brand new album entitled Psychosis 21. Please welcome Hugo Amijanos. Yeah, very good. Very good. You're right. Spanish. Yeah, it's, it's it's well done. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I try my best. So thank you. Uh, anyone not familiar part, uh, you are, uh, released Psychosis 21 under the HM Project. Yep. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Thanks for you. Uh, thanks to you that you invite to your program. And it's, uh, I, I told you that it's been a while since I was speaking in English like this way, but I will try my best and I'm very happy to be with you. Thank you, Matthew. Of course. Uh, very interested to chat with you. I was reading your bio on the uh, on the website, so I definitely got a lot of cool things I definitely want to talk about in this interview. So, uh, while we uh, so starting off like pretty much before you started music, I read you originally went to school for medicine, but yeah. you made the, the switch to music. What kind of brought that switch, that change? Well, uh, it was a, a hard time uh, for me uh, to decide what, uh, which will, will be my, you know, my way, my, my profession, my how to follow my really my passion because my family, uh, my mom and my dad are are doctors. My my mom is a dentist and my dad is a, is a doctor. So it was uh, difficult to make them understand that. My way was in the artist side of the of the life, if you want to see it that way, uh, and they were worried about that. I will dedicate my entire life to play music to, uh, whatever, uh, to to be the, in the music is uh, world. So they they were like uh, worried and a little bit angry at the, at the at first. So I decided to go to medicine school. I spent five years, uh, almost I, I finished, I was done in, in, the, in the career. And when I was in the last uh, two years, well, I, I felt really bad because it was the hardest time 
were really tough times uh, in the medic medicine school. Uh, every time I, I was at the hospital, I can't at, at that moment uh, play enough guitar like I used to be before that. So uh, it was really hard for me and, and that was the moment when I decided I, I, I don't want to continue my life this way. I want to switch my my future to, to the music way and to the artist, you know, like universe. So I decided uh, that was hard. Uh, was I was worried also about what is going to happen because I was not so young to start a professional career, but uh, I started playing at 14 years, so uh, in, in some way I was like um, used to be inside the music world. I was playing a lot of guitar, I had a lot of bands, I was playing in big, in big uh, gigs, so it wasn't so hard. I, I wasn't starting at zero point, so I was uh, advancing in some way, in some matter. So it was more the decision, the, the one that, that was really hard to make. But once I made it, uh, everything started to, to flow in a, I, I think, peaceful and, and positive way. It's very, I always like starting where people started their you know, music career because I find it always very interesting. Uh, and especially making a change like that, yeah. uh, obviously you weren't new to music, you know, to uh, playing guitar and all that, but definitely had to be a, a, a little bit uh, of a, ch you know, a little bit of a challenge with the shift and stuff. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think you made the right decision. You've uh, checked out your music. I really dig what you're doing. And uh, obviously, as I said, you're also a producer and uh, a teacher as well. Yeah, um, I, I started at the beginning just like a, a guitar player, you know, what my dream was like, I want to be like uh, Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine, uh, John Petrucci, maybe some jazz stuff like Pat Metheny. I was really uh, innocent, an innocent boy because I was so dreamy about my future. So I, I, I play a lot of, of guitar at that moment and I was dreaming all the time to be in big uh, stages and playing uh, my own music and playing um, guitar. I, I, that was only my, my point. But when I start to work in this industry, you know, it's hard. You have to make a lot of things to survive, to make it uh, go because I have a family, so it's, it's hard. And then I started to teach when I was like 20, 21, I had my, my first lessons, uh, you know, I teach to my neighbor, to my father, some, some songs, you know. And then uh, when I, when I finished my, my degree, uh, I, was, uh, I started to work at, at that school at University Fermata, it's called Fermata. So I moved, I switched my place to Guadalajara. I was living at Mexico City. So I switched to Guadalajara and here in Guadalajara, I, I start to make some books, some music books of guitar, harmony, um, and other, uh, other stuff. Also, I start to play some different kind of gigs, like some, you know, more popular stuff, like playing in weddings and playing in bars, different kinds of music. And that, in that point, I, I was like starting to really, really uh, know what was to be living in this music world, in the, 
in the music industry, like in Mexico, is hard, and and I was really uh, enjoying it. I was enjoying it. I start to be a, a professor at university in Guadalajara called uh, Fermata, and then ULM, ULM. It was a, a big school. Uh, I was teaching a lot of stuff, and I, I enjoy. I, I learn a lot. I think that in that point, I learned the most that I know right now. Not not when I was studying, because you know, there, when you're learning and you're at, at the college, there's a lot of uh, things that you can uh, absorb really to to really introduce to yourself. Like I, I really know that I it's inside me. It was just like a rational thing and ah that's okay i know that but to really uh made it happen it it was when i was ju just teaching the the younger generations yeah it, the the kind of deep learning like when like uh i remember when i was going to studies you know uh, studying for stuff it was like i i know just enough to to get by and you know get get a good good grade and all that but become a teacher you really have to know inside and out of what you're teaching because you're teaching uh, a new uh, new people who might be new to this. Uh, I think it definitely it definitely reinforces uh, uh, what you're uh, teaching to re to kind of relearn yourself almost. Yeah, a lot. There are a lot of terms that that you have to really uh, like dominate, like be like really sure what you're talking about. And one thing is that you um, know it rationally or play it. But another really different kind of thing is to teach that, to be like uh, easy with, with the, the, the guys, you know, to, to speak uh, slow or, or speak in the right way that they can understand what you're talking about. It's not so easy like it seems sometimes because there are great, great musicians, but really bad teachers and there are a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, it's kind of funny, like people who may know inside and out about how to play an instrument. Uh, they can't convey how to like you know how to teach somebody to play the instrument like them. I, it's kind of funny like people can know to teach themselves, but they can't really like express how to teach it to somebody else. Yeah, it's a science, man. I I, I think that uh, sometimes it's like a gift that that we have uh, to 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 know how to. Uh, like spell correctly the the words the the terms the music the like like to translate that language to to an, a, a human being that is interested like we were in some time it's like returning to that point when you were like uh, aware that there were a lot of new things that you can learn and to be uh, with wide opens to everything that you can learn. For sure. And before we jump into talking about uh, Psychosis 21, yeah, uh, since you are you're a musician, you're a teacher, uh, what's some of the best advice for someone uh, thinking about uh, playing uh, an instrument or starting to become a musician? Well, um, at first, I, I think that the first advice, and I'm, I'm like having some issues with new generations right now, is that the first thing that you have to, to possess, to have, is a lot of passion. To the music, to the art, in, in like a human being that wants to learn uh, some uh, really magic stuff, uh, be be really uh, aware of, of everything and try to understand that in an artistic way, and to have passion for music is the first thing I I I think that is the most important one. When you have that, the others the other thing that you have to do is like uh, just working hard 
uh, in your instrument, working hard in, in your ear, in your ear training, the most that you can. Uh, you'd also have to uh, learn too much things right now is not just to play or perform well at the, at, at the stage, you know, at the gigs. Uh, right now you have to try to compose, try to produce, to know, to, to how, how to manage a DAO, a DAO uh, you know, logic, pro tools, every, every tool that you have, you have to, to, to really, really dominate it to, uh, so you can uh, translate your ideas or your work in something uh, really uh, with a lot of quality because uh, right now it's not enough just to play well an instrument and and what I see in new generations is like some of them not not them all I, I just I, I see more than in other uh, like students is like that uh, lack of passion I, I think that they don't understand very well was was what is this about uh, technology nowadays you know is more uh, easy to produce something is more cheap you can make it in your own home with your own tools uh, and maybe maybe you can make a song with few uh, harmony uh, tools or you know uh, you can make a groove and it will be cool and then put a beat and and mix it like in your own way make a little master and okay I, that's my single and please follow me on spotify and well, i'm one of the billions guys that i there are like uploading music every day you know so that that is the point where i i'm, I'm like like not so convinced that is the way you know because the passion the art is is the other thing that we have to uh, to embrace to have this uh, like i don't know how to say it like yeah, it's passion. It's, it's just passion. I, I totally uh, agree because you can't teach passion. Like people have to be passionate about uh, the music they're creating, the art that they're creating. And if they don't have that drive or like the, the want to create the art, um, it just it's not going to be as good as it could be. Yeah, I totally agree too. Yeah, definitely. But uh, some very cool that was re recently released uh, November on November 26th. Yeah. Uh, is uh, Psychosis 21, your brand new album under HM Project. Uh, so what's kind of the idea behind uh, HM Project? I know it's kind of your, your solo thing, but what's kind of the concept of uh, HM Project? Well, uh, w first I started the concept like just, it's my project, I am Hugo Mijangos, it's HM Mijangos, Hugo, Hugo in English. Um, I, I just wanted to play my own music and to play with another guys, you know. Uh, at that time, I was playing with a great quartet here from Guadalajara called Quartet Johnson. So we were making good stuff, we were playing at festivals, we were traveling around the country, and we were making uh, a lot of good music. But the issue was that I was composing some ideas and that ideas weren't received so well uh, for them. I, they, they were like, that, that idea is okay, but uh, no, I'm not so sure that it will be like, well, uh, that makes some wealth to the band. So there were like three or four songs that were like, not a good idea, not a good idea, not a good idea. So I was like, well, I'm gonna do my own music, my own stuff. And I, that's the way I started, just like uh, myself, like I want to express my, my music. And also it was like uh, a way to start uh, to play 
my music and others' music and play with more more musicians from Guadalajara because uh, in in this town there are there are a lot of great 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 musicians and I was like hungry for that for for learning for more people playing different stuff in that moment I was more in like the jazzy world in the instrumental stuff world uh, and the idea wasn't mm, eh, never like Psychosis 21 or Metempsychosis, the previous album, was never in that way. It was just, I want to play with some guys, record it, and be in more festivals. Like in the jazz world, I'm not a jazz player as well. I'm not as good as, you know, uh, as a jazz purist guy that's, that knows everything about jazz. I just love the music and love some stuff and learn from that stuff that I love. But nowadays, uh, uh, that uh, way or direction that I had from uh, the original HM project uh, idea was uh, influenced a lot by the pandemic uh, world that we were living in. Uh, I was like uh, worried about what is going to happen with my work, with my family, you know, will I survive? Will they, they survive? So I decided to be not so much paranoid and, and start to work in something to sublimate that idea, you know. I, I was like uh, sure that I it was the moment, the precise and right moment to start a new way of, of exposing my ideas. They are really similar to the previous stuff if you listen to my discography. Uh, they're, they're, they're like similar uh, ideas, but I, in this moment, I want to make some rock stuff, more more heavy guitars. I bought a Strandberg eight-string guitar, so I was like, let's play with that uh, guitar. Let's make some distortion, high-gain amps, um, dig into that world, you know? Because all that previous stuff was more like Strat stuff, more jazzy sound, fat uh, chords, and, and, you know, more clean, clean sound. And now I want a more uh, tough and, and punchy sound, you know. So the the lyrics, the ideas, the sounds, the atmosphere that I created was more about like what I was uh, looking at the you know diaries at the Facebook and all the media. Uh, uh, it was like let's translate that ideas and that what I looking in in that uh, TV to my music and my uh, way of living right now. So that was the turning point, I think so. Yeah, I can definitely, I kind of picked it up, especially listening to uh, Psychosis 21. It's definitely, it's more heavier. You know, it has a little bit more heavy. Like, there's still like, it breaks it up with like, um, kind of lighter, you know, you're throwing a little bit of pop elements, I've, I've noticed, like a little bit, or jazz, as you said. Uh, but definitely, I think the chords, they definitely, uh, they feel more heavy. Like, I, I really enjoyed uh, Collective Madness. Ooh. Uh, yeah, that was my favorite off the, uh, off, uh, the new album. Because it's it's heavy, but then you kind of break it up a little bit, but then the heaviness kind of returns a little bit. Uh, so that's why I really like has a really nice um, flow to the song. Yeah, and uh, the laugh too. I really like the uh, the laughing in there too. Yeah, that laughing is was uh, my my best friend is uh, is Valentina. Uh, she's uh, my best friend since we were at kindergarten. So she, her laugh is really loud and and really weird. So you can listen to it in that track so i was hey she sent me a you know a voice message here in whatsapp 
And I was like, hey, I can, can I record it and, and make a sample with that? Of course, do it, please. So, so I did it. And, and I was, it's really funny because if you see the uh, lyric video, in, in, in that part, there's like a clown uh, laughing, but the clown is sad and he's like with depression and, and with some weird uh, emotion. So yeah, Collective Madness is really interesting, the concept and the changes where, where it's like the, 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 the part of what is happening, but the, the, it's like more brilliant and more sunny and more, uh, you know, peaceful. But the lyrics are still, have a lot of, of melancholy and, and like depression, like the emotion of the time. In that time, my best friend passed away from, for COVID. She, he died in January 23. So I was really upset and I was like trying to get my best in all my different uh, areas in my life, you know, my, my, the way I, I was like um, living and surviving that emotion that was so hard. He, he was my best friend since yeah, primary school, like elementary school, I think so. So it, they were hard moments and, and that was like a way to express myself. Yeah, definitely. There's, uh, you know, definitely with the, with the pandemic and everything that obviously happened, you know, involving that, like, uh, people need, need a little bit uh, of a way to express themselves, like, yeah. to kind of cope even uh, with everything that was going on. I could definitely, I, I definitely picked up kind of the mood and the, uh, the kind of themes throughout the whole album. Yeah, the, the whole album is like um, um, a reflection, a mirror of myself and what I see from my friends, my family, my Facebook contacts, you know, my, you know, it's like, uh, like we're in a, in a big net and, and we're connected and we all can uh, really get into one or two or three or maybe the entire album. But the way uh, the, I have, I, I have been receiving some, a lot of messages that they told me, hey man, the, the last song, Mona, why is that dog uh, uh, barking or, or crying? Uh, because my my dog, my she-dog, she was a she-dog, passed away one or two months away. Uh, and and I was also upset and I went to make like a tribute to, to her. So they were crying when they called me or they, they were like uh, texting me. And, and they were like, I was really into that song and I understand your feel, you know? And Collective Madness is also the same kind of, it's like, it's tough, it's hard, it's punchy, but the, 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 the shiny part, the, it's, it's weird, but it's like, I, I'm into that emotion too. And Lights On is also a, a song that talks about, uh, please, please, I want more light, I want no more dark, darkness and go get away from me shadows, you know? So, so there are every every, every th song is like uh, a little story and an emotion that we as human beings can can be compatible, you know, to share that 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 stuff. Maybe uh, you're in another country, I'm in, in Mexico, but we connect with with that, and and that's the point of of HM Project right now. Yeah, definitely. I really picked up on that. And it's kind of, it's cool how music is very universal. As you said, we yeah. live in two very, very different countries and cultures, but we can still connect with music. And I think the emotions expressed in HM Project is very relatable to anyone living in um, any kind of country. It's, it's kind of that basic uh, feeling, especially anyone going through the pandemic, which was all of us. 
uh, you know, uh, had kind of the same emotions and feelings. Anyone losing uh, a loved one or good friend, they have those same kind of feelings that can be expressed through music that sometimes words are hard to uh, tell, you know, talk to people about. Yeah, words are like not enough to express what some emotions are really big. I, I think that we are like, as composers, like, uh, architects of sounds and and uh, we design some kind of of of, of words of worlds uh, like like when I am composing I, I I don't know what is going to happen next you know it's like like if you were in a, a roller coaster you you're going like really fast and you don't know what is going to happen next is is down up or you're going to turn in circles that's the same I I'm, I start a, a composition and then I don't know what happened next it's like just connect to some something bigger and and work hard really hard to, to get uh, the, the song completed for sure and sometimes it's it's easier to to kind of do that you know take that journey instead of planning out like I want to do it like this I want it to sound like this it's kind of just you know kind of play with what you're feeling or how you're feeling uh, to kind of uh, express yourself or what you really you can't necessarily say but you can express yourself while you're uh, writing a song yeah yeah writing is a, a really uh, deep process it's a really um, it's a personal thing that you have to expose to the others that you maybe even uh, ne never seen in your life or you know uh, so it's, it's, it's like if you are like nude in front of the audience and look at me, I I make that lyric and I I yeah I, I was sad but right right now I, I'm I'm good to be uh, with you and playing these songs, and, and it's, it's it's really weird but it's it's, it's beautiful in, in in the same way. Yeah, music is, is so beautiful. Just as, as you said, like uh, you know uh, to be able to feel those emotions but then to play it for other people. Uh, it, it just, it's just cool. Music, music is beautiful. That's why it's, it's one of my favorite things. It's just the way, uh, just the, the way you're able to connect with people yeah. without, even, without really even having to talk to somebody, you can still connect with them. Sure. 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 It's really emotional and, and, and they connect us as human beings. Exactly. And it's universal as well. Uh, so like what what's kind of your writing process for the hm project like how, how do you build a song do you start with the music do you like with the lyrics the idea like where do you start well first i start uh, almost every idea it starts with a uh, we're practicing guitar almost every every song was uh started in the same way i was playing my strat my strander i don't know making some arpeggio some riff uh uh, listening to different I have a camper stage so maybe I was like twitching the the sounds and I start to group something record it then make a, a drum for that and they play some bass or pro or in the you know in the in logic uh, program some baseline and when th this the entire song completes I, after that I make the lyrics and the melody first and after all that the lyrics um, I've been trying to make a song in Spanish for my best friends in Spanish, but it's harder than making it in English because I listen, I think so, more music in English and it's harder to make uh, lyrics in Spanish, definitely. 
I've heard about that with uh, with a few other languages too. Uh, I've, I've talked to some uh, people from Mexico. So it, it's kind of funny. I've uh, heard people from Mexico say that. I've heard people from Italy say that too about that. Wow. It just doesn't. The language just doesn't necessarily work with like kind of the like the more rock based. Um, yeah. They say like folk and pop that work, it, the language works out better, but it's harder to convey that with like rock and metal because it just doesn't line up as well. Yeah, it's, it's really uh, weird because I speak Spanish all the time and I also I, I listen music in Spanish, but the, the rhyme is uh, different and sometimes when you listen to your, your lyrics in Spanish, sometimes you feel like, man, that sounds stupid. I, I don't know why, it's, it's weird, it's weird. Uh, but, but well, after I, I complete the lyrics and, and make the uh, the model of all the music, I send the specific, uh, I, I send the, the model or the pre-track, I don't know how to uh, translate that, like, you know, the mp3, but not the mixed one, the master one, like the model, the, uh, I send it to the bass player Kajos, to the drummer, and make your magic, make it happen. I don't gonna correct anything. I trust you, so please uh, give me some magic in my music. And that's the way I was uh, composing since 2020. And definitely, and I know uh, you've worked with uh, quite a few different people for the uh, HM project, and like uh, obviously they're good friends of yours as well. Uh, but like, uh, did you have these people in mind already? Like, um, when you already had the idea for the song, like, I want to use this person for this instrument, or do you like, hey, this would be good? You know, or do you approach someone going, hey, this would be cool if you would uh, uh, add add your style to this song? Like, how do you how do you approach people with that? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, because uh, I had a lot of, of musician friends that that. Uh, want to, want to uh, collaborate in this project or, or just to play, perform some jamming or, you know, being hanging with music. So when, when I listen to a, a specific song, almost done, almost at the last stage of the process, you know, when I was starting to mixing or I was like, I want that guy to, to record my, my bass. In, in the song, I'm gonna ask him. So why this guy? And in, in, I'm talking about Keijo. Uh, Keijo is a bass player. Is the most like the Mexican in the Mexican bass world. Is like the the top of or, or maybe the the top five of Mexico. Uh, I was a little like I have like a little shame that to to be like, hey Keijo, do you want to record my bass? And he was like, "Man, I love that song, of course." Uh, and and the idea I had, I had uh, in that moment was because his sound is huge and he knows a lot of uh, rock, and he listens a lot of music. And we uh, we knew each other since a lot of years ago, and and we were like having having good friendship. Uh, and and I was really surprised for for the. The, the last stage of, of the you know the process when when he sent me the track or the bass track I was amazed and every every time I ask for some to some friend that uh, please record uh, any instrument when they send me the their job their instrument recorded the the song it was like in this place when they send me their instruments is just grows a lot it is it make it bigger uh, 
better sound quality, more humanized, more like uh, more passion, more magic. Yeah, I like uh, I like the what you say with magic because it's, like, it's it's incredible. Like they took the the base track of you know your idea and they put their own kind of spin, kind of style on it, and it just makes the, the song feel you know much bigger. It's more uh, I don't know. I don't exactly know how to say, it, but just sound, it sounds bigger. It has uh, that just uniqueness to it. Yeah, uniqueness is a word I think. Uh, it's, it, it would be the, maybe the same baseline. Maybe I uh, transcribe it and send it to another friend, and it will sound really different because the uniqueness, the the quality of their sound in the fingers, you know, their gear, their ears, their humor. I don't know. It, it will change surely uh, a lot in the in the song surely. For sure, it has a, that human aspect to it. I, I watched a YouTube video a few days ago. Uh, it's I forget, I forget his name. I was just kind of flipping through YouTube. Yeah. And he uh, he sent uh, a guitar riff uh, to five drummers, and he said, "All right, uh, add, add a drum part to the song." And same same music he sent everyone, and they all had different uh, styles to it. They all had different ideas for the song, just based off the same idea. Wow, yeah. There's also a, a really interesting video uh, with Adam Neely. I, I, he's a YouTuber really famous uh, around the yeah, world. Probably, yeah. yeah, that guy uh, make a, an experiment with the Locrian mode. So he uh, expect really different scenarios with five different musicians making a composition in Locrian because theoretically that mode is you can practice that mode, you can, uh, how do you say, you can compose over the structure, uh, the harmonic structure of Locrian. But uh, the result is impressive because they make really cool stuff. They prove that you can use Locrian to make a song and it's really most of the same. There is the same scale, the same tonality, but the, the ideas, the, the, the world that is inside us is amazingly different. Exactly. And it's like when you when you listen to music, everyone has their kind of different ideas or like they get the different imagery of what the song could be. Uh, even though it's the same song, everyone listens to the song the same way, but everyone kind of has their own kind of uh, ideas and imagery from it, even though it's the exact same song for everybody. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. That's why uh, I, sometimes I want to, I, I love to to listen at YouTube, you know, uh, different covers. Uh, I don't know, Jimi Hendrix cover and, and the way they perform as a band, the, I don't know, like um, Purple Haze or whatever. Uh, it, it's really interesting to know their approach, their, the way they feel that song and make it sound different. And it's the same song that we know. Exactly, and yeah, that's why covers are. I'm always curious when bands do covers because it, it's it's interesting. Because are you gonna do like are you just gonna play it exactly how it is? You can put your own style on it. It was funny. I was listening to uh, Disturbed last night. Wow. And um, uh, I didn't I didn't know they did a cover of Living After Midnight. And then I come on and like I think that's a cover song. I'm like oh I know what that is. So it, it's kind of funny because uh, it had a little bit of their Disturbed style. However you want to classify whatever they do. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't even know they did a, a cover like that. Wow, yeah, interesting. Uh, one of my, my favorite bands is Deftones. Uh, yeah. the, the song of If Only Tonight We Can Sleep, you know, the, 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 the Cure cover, the way they approach, I like really, really uh, more than, than the original one. 
the, the way that Chino uh, make the melody his own and, and the way he translate the is the basic idea of the cure and how they transform to that is really really impressive and have a lot of, of wow magic again <laughs> exactly because again as, as we we're saying like people uh kind of interpret the songs you know differently that if you probably ask five bands to cover that song they would all come up with five different ideas it, it's just cool how people like this is how the song is but this what if we did it like this or we changed it like you know just a little change these parts here to make it uh feel like our own yeah man yeah yeah totally agree too for sure and as, as i'm wrapping up this interview since we're talking about you know music we've been listening to so uh what kind of music you've been listening to this week well i've been listening a lot to a band called leprous i don't know if you know that band no, not it's not either. so not so famous but it's amazing the way the the singer uh is, is the how he interpreted the melodies and the the band is really really great it's like progressive it's really uh it was I, I found that band that band in the you know uh, on Spotify list of I don't know new me, new pro, pro, new progressive metal something like that and when I listened to the to the melody and the 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 singer I was really impressed and the band is like have a tight concept and it's a big a huge sound. I really recommend that Lepros. I, I don't know if it's good, well spelled or pronounced. Slep like the sick, the lepra, lepros. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm definitely gonna check them out. I, I as you might be uh, as you might know, I, I listen to a lot of different music just because it's just what I love. It's what I like doing. Uh, but yeah, I'm, def I'm definitely gonna check them out. Yeah, it's my a good, good uh, recommendation. I put it on the chat, Lepros, if it not if it not well pronounced. Thank you. I'm, I'm definitely gonna check them out. Uh, yeah, this week I've been listening to. Uh, I, I I saw Disturbed uh, last month, so I've been kind of still on the Disturbed kick. Wow. And, and I heard they're listening. They're working on new music, so I'm very curious what uh, what it's gonna sound like. But uh, yeah, they uh, they put on a great show. It was it was it was. Very uh, wow. incredible, yeah. Great band, man. I, I, I would love to see them in a, in a live scenario. Yeah, dude, they, it, it's definitely worth it. I, uh, they have a, hard, a new Hard Rock Casino opened yeah. up like an hour from me. So it was the first ever uh, metal show they had there because they were doing like small, like, you know, just kind of, you know, small rock shows at a, at a separate part of the casino. But then they opened a big venue, music hall, and they said, hey, we're bringing Disturb for our first show here. So I was like, sign me up. I will be there. Wow, man. Wow, yeah, wow. Fun. Was, great, great. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Like, the whole um, the line, like, wrapped around, like, the whole inside of the casino. There was, there was like, a 2,000 uh, capacity there. So, like, it was, like, everybody. Like, there was – everybody was there. Wow. It was full. Wow. Yeah. Cool, yeah, cool. Definitely very cool. And I've been listening to Disturb pretty much uh, almost every day since then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that. I know that feel that, that you like like uh, traumatized by the concert, and you're yeah. like, I have to listen to them twenty four seven. No. Oh yeah, for sure. It just uh, you know, especially when it just sticks in your mind. Like any concert you go to, like if the band, you know, you're so impressed by them, like I want to listen to you guys again more, or find more music by them. Like, oh, I didn't even know you released this music. Now I got to listen to it, kind of. Thing. Yeah, of course, man. Of course. 
For sure. But uh, as I'm wrapping up this interview, uh, anyone curious, where can they find uh, HM Project online, uh, your work and all that stuff? Well, I, I, I post everything in my, my Instagram, uh, uh, how do you say, profile. And you can find me like HM Project at underscore music. You can type that. And also uh, in Facebook, the same HM Project. I'm at Spotify. Uh, the, just the issue is that I have to put the H.M. Project. The dot was because they didn't accept the HM because, uh, you know, weird stuff. So H.M. Project. And I have a web page uh, that you can follow with a, a website. It's uh, hugomijangosproject.com. I, I will type it in the chat. So maybe you can share it. Yeah. I will uh, I'll leave those links in the description of this podcast. I was curious to check them out. Definitely check out the description. You get all the information, all the links for HM Project. Uh, and as we're kind of wrapping up this year, it's already December of 2021 meets 2022, right around the corner, coming up very yeah, fast. Really fast. Uh, what's kind of the plans for 2022? Well, I want to perform the two albums that I make at pandemic times. So it will be a la I, I hope so that Omicron, uh, you know, mutation uh, don't uh, keep us like in, in, in our homes anymore. I want to perform this music uh, live in different uh, states of Mexico. I have a, a big plan to, to perform with big musicians and I'm really, really looking forward that I can do that. So it's my my wish and it, my will and I'm working right now over there. I think that maybe I will compose two singles maybe, uh, but the, the, the next year definitely is for playing music and for, you know, making true fans like not just like the the fans that you can approach with the media i i want uh, fans or music that like my my stuff going to the concerts and looking to the band listening feeling the beat of the the drum kick and you know the the guitar really in front of you i want that it's my 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 wish i really 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 want that it definitely, I, I really like uh, to experience music live, and I hope uh, people get to do that with HM Project, especially, you know, Thanks. hopefully you guys get to, you get to be able to do shows and stuff, because music is a live experience, in my, in my opinion, yeah. it should be experienced live. Uh, you know, it's cool to listen to music, I, I love doing it, but they're just it's a little different yeah. to yeah. actually see someone playing music live. Yeah, it's totally a, a different experience. It's cool to have your headphones or your, your good, uh, you know, stereo in your in your house. But going to a concert and, and listening to a, a good audio quality, a good engineer, a good band, a good performer, uh, it, it is the best thing in the world, I think, too. I, I agree with that. You can't beat it. You really can't. Yeah. But... Uh... Ugo, thank you so much for hanging out with me here on Super Pool Radio. Had a really great time chatting with you. Please check out Stream Support. Give a like to the HM Project. Links will be in the description. Check it out. I think everyone will really enjoy it. Thank you, Matthew. And a big cock to you guys. Thanks a lot. Of course, we're Ugo Mijanos of HM Project. I am your host as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for watching and listening to Super Cool Radio. And stay frosty.